Now we're going to a newish topic. Um, we're going to focus here on the lachas a little bit of shomrim again, of custodianship, and when a person is a shomer chinam or, or a shomer sachar, um, remember shomer chinam, unpaid custodian, so since he's just doing the a favor to the owner, he's on the hook for very little, just only he's only liable if he's negligent, pshia. whereas a shomer sachar is getting something in return for his guardianship, um, he's responsible for geneva and aveda, he's also responsible if the item that he's in charge of watching, he's in custodianship of, um, gets lost or stolen. But he'll also be exempt from owns and circumstances beyond his control. Now, the question, the first question I'm going to mention is, an uman, a, um, a kablan, a person who's working on something that you give, like you have a suit, you need to get hemmed, you give it to the seamstress to hem the suit, and uh, is the seamstress now, is she a shomer chinam or shomer sachar? Since we're talking about employment law, I've got wiggled in over here a little bit. Um, so that's the starting point of our mission here. And when a mission here says, kol ha-umanin, it talks about an uman, although I said in the first mission of the word uman could uh, potentially refer to not just a, um, a kablan who's like a contractor who's t- built, paid for a specific job, but also a, a poel, a worker who's paid by the hour, and a schiryom, a day laborer who you just hire him for a whole day and whatever he'll do, he'll do whatever you tell him to do. Um, in our case here, it's specifically applicable only to a kablan, a contractor, like someone who's a seamstress. And she says, listen, I'll hem your suit pants. It'll cost, you know, 50 shekels. So you give her the suit pants. She's now a kablan. She doesn't matter how long she takes to do the work. You're paying her 50 when you collect it. So the question is, while the suit is in her possession, is she treated as a as a shomrechinim or shomer sachar? So says the Mishnah, kolo manim shomre sacharhin. They're actually, she's considered a shomer sachar. Now the reason why, and understand this reason well, because it will limit the applicability of this principle very much, is that while she has your suit, pants, um, she can hold them as like essentially as like collateral to make sure she gets paid. So that's really an advantage to her. Okay, since she has the advantage of essentially holding your your your, your suit pants as collateral, and, you know, she has them when they want them, she can ensure you pay her, so she's getting a value from, from having the pants, and therefore she is a shomer sachar. Um, which means, certainly if she's a, just paid by the hour and she you know, comes and goes at the end of the day, she's not entitled to keep the pants as hostage to get paid, and therefore she's not considered a Shomer Sachar for sure. Um, but even if, let's say, for example, um, the Kablan comes on the premises and they're working in your home, so then obviously they can't hold on to the stuff that they get paid because it's in your home, they're not going to take it home with them. And that being the case, again, they're not a Shomer Sachar, they'd be Shomer Chinam. But if you've given the item for them to make or fix, whatever it is, and they're holding it, and they have it until you pay, since that's being held as collateral, they are Shomer Sachar, so long as that's true. But it won't be true forever. V'chulan, in all cases like this, She'amru tol es shalcha v'havei ma'os, if the kablan, like for example the seamstress, picks up the phone and calls you and says, come, your trousers are ready, come take your suit pants and bring you the money. So she's saying, listen, I'm not holding your pants hostage anymore. The job is done. Just come take them and give me my money. And that being the case, since she's not holding them hostage as a, as a collateral, she's not a Shomer Sacham, and therefore, Shomer Chinam. She now becomes a Shomer Chinam automatically because she's not getting any other benefit. Um, just worth pointing out, um, the post will speak out that if, if she if she said, come pay me and take your pants, so implicit there is you're not getting your pants till you pay, and therefore the pants are remaining in her custody until that point, so she remains a Shomer Sacher even after the phone call. It has to be that she's saying, I'm not keeping your pants, come get them as soon as you can, please, and then that would break back to Shomer Chinam. Okay? Now, that's that point. Now, a new paragraph. Um, what happens if a person says, Shemor Li, 
the Eshmor Lach. Let's do a deal here, okay? You please watch my stuff today and I'll watch your stuff tomorrow. Now, that being the case, um, they're sort of trading favors, but each one is getting a benefit, right? Because today I'm getting custodianship, but I'm getting in exchange for that some other value. Someone will custody my stuff tomorrow. And therefore, each of them act as a Shomer Sachar. Okay, as a side point, if this is happening at the exact same time, this is like a total side point, okay, but if at the same point of time I give you my watch to guard and you give me your computer to guard, so we're trading it on the spot, um, then actually neither of us are liable even for Onsen because this is a separate whole point together, like the bile of emo, that the owner is like working for you at this time that you're at your um, taking to work for him also, like to, as a custodian, and therefore there's just it's a total paturit. Learn now, we'll learn it, see in the eighth parak. So just hold that thought for now. Okay, um, the last part of the Mishnah says, Shmorli, if a person says, "Do me a favor, can you watch this for me?" You know, he's going to the bathroom, so here's my computer. Can you keep an eye on it, please? Va'amarlo, and the guy who's not going to the bathroom says, "Hanach lefanai, put it in front of me." Then Shomarchinam, the fact that he said put it in front of me indicates he's intending to 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 act as a guardian. He's a Shomer Chinam, of course. He's unpaid, but at least he takes his responsibility. He's responsible uh, if, uh, if uh, you know, to keep an eye on it and uh, not be pushy uh, to make sure that he doesn't, he's not reckless. He can't just like throw it out and the, whoever wants to come get it, come get it. Now, the Gemara speaks out if the person who's being asked to watch this item says, Hanach lefanecha, put it in front of yourself. Then the assumption is he's saying, no, I'm not watching your stuff. You can watch it yourself. It's not my responsibility. Or even if he says, Hanach, just put it down. But not in front of me. He just says, you know, drop it. I don't care. So then um, then he wouldn't be responsible. It's a little hard to translate and to, to understand the, the nuance of the language. But the point is, um, very straightforwardly, that if a person could be reasonably understood to mean, yes, I'm keeping an eye on your stuff, he becomes a Shomachinam. And if he can't be interpreted to be, mean that, um, then he's not.